and Ray for Brooklyn. Um, this is in a special airing of the Truth to Power show. I'm your host, VJR Nathan, and this is Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, we usually air on Mondays at 8 a.m., but today's a very special potluck dinner with a special guest, Nadalka Sotelo. Welcome, Nadalka. Hi. Hi, VJ. Thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you. Thank I am you. very, very, very happy and very glad this happening. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. And, um, uh, you know, in lieu of a biography, I'm going to start off with just by introducing you as a singer-songwriter, but I'm going to ask you the question, what makes you you? What makes you, what, what do you think is the essence of you? What would you say is the essence of being you? Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's actually that. It's the yeah. essence of just um, knowing what I have and 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 really share that to people mm. uh sometimes when i when i when i am uh, hesitant to if i can do something or not then i just i just stop and i go inside i first i i i, I like to you know um think of what i really know i have in my insight so i can share it to someone else or like yeah and, yeah, it's know. really good. It's, I think that the power comes from then, you know, what part of the show theme is about the truth to power show. And a lot of people talk about that in terms of, you know, telling others in power, quote unquote, in power, you know, what what the truth is. But actually, I find it to mean that we discover our inner truth and our inner power exactly. and let that empower ourselves and our communities. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. And that it's also that what um, what what helps us uh, as artists you know like the uh, or writing or um i don't know all the artists mm. that really we really need to be very aware of what we have um because we we are unique it's only like yeah there's a lot of people that might can't that can sing that can that can paint that can do whatever like millions of yeah. people like this but no one's gonna do it mm. your way yeah no yeah. one no one no one that's that's for sure yeah that's so. that leads us into art and artistic practice um tell us a little bit about what you think makes art art and what you think makes art unique you start, start a little bit about it for you but for you personally in your practice what really connects a power powerful moment in art yeah yeah so well, as you said, I'm a I'm a singer, songwriter. Um, I have my my own project um, that I I've, I've been just trying to to build since I came here to to New York. It's Mexican reggae, and I was just like, well, how am I gonna do this? If well, I do know a lot of great musicians I like know uh, um, I can like I have my songs and that but I needed to stop and think of what I really felt important at by one a certain moment and mm. that one was like okay I know this that I'm feeling right now I need to just put them and make it art because mm. it's sometimes um, you get so stuck, you clogged with you're clogged with all these emotions, and 
apparently you can uh you can just transform that into beauty and yeah. into art we're like channeling the energies that flow within us that's my understanding that exactly. i'm restating yeah and then all these energies emotions and and all these different kinds of ways thoughts feelings emotions um all these different things that come through us, like our, our body and our mind, you're channeling Definitely. in order to share with others and connect with others. Just exactly. Yeah. exactly. Just to make sure I understood. So good, good. So um, thinking about introversion and extroversion, you know, a lot of times people use, like to throw on those words that, you know, in really directed or we're in social butterflies. And uh, I know in my own practice, like in my own life or whatever, you know, growing up, I was very introverted, mainly because of circumstances. Yeah. But uh, then I started to practice introversion, right. extroversion rather. <laughs> I started to practice being social and, you know, these are skill sets. So what would you say um, in your life journey? Um, how is that? How has your development been between introversion and extroversion? Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. I've always been very extroverted. Mm. I like I, I, I know that for sure. I I'm a Leo. I don't, really don't know if that yeah. that's something that if you believe in horoscopes <laughs> yeah, yeah. and all of that, the astrology. Um, I really, I'm, I, I do believe it, but I'm not. I, I'm, I don't know mm. a lot. Uh, I'm not that much into the astrology, but mm. but everybody says like, oh, you're a Leo, of course. It's yeah. like, and. Um, but actually, I'm a Leo too. But I have I have a lot of introverted. I think because <laughs> of a rising sign. Because I I did a little study in, okay. uh, in astrology. Nice. And my sun sign is Leo, but the rising sign on the horizon was Pisces. Okay. And I feel like Piscean energy flows through me because I'm very uh, connected to the um, the spiritual and the esoteric. You know, the the very, uh, yeah, very yeah, different, yeah, yeah. Those kinds of things uh -huh. I'm very connected to. So I almost feel like I'm more Piscean. So we have to we have to you know I have to explore. To see rising sign and moon sign, those are the three major things in astrology. Oh. Sun sign, rising sign, and moon sign are the three major factors that play into uh, the energies that surround you. Oh, um, okay. so just for your knowledge, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So go, continue. Um, so we were talking a little bit about. I'm, I'm very in, extroverted, yeah. and uh, since I was a kid, I was always the the soul of the the party and the mm. reunions with the family, and they're all like very you know just uh they were cheering me up to to sing or to do whatever i was i don't know this kind of light that i that i've always had and and i i i really don't like it's this kind of um yeah this energy that just it's like okay i can just go and and sing in front of people like i don't mind it's it's something i've been growing with yeah so, it's, it's great it's great i yeah. think that um it's a kind of power it's a kind of uh asset that helps you in these kind of circumstances in, in mm -hmm. sing, being singer like yeah no panic yeah. no panic yeah. uh, to like um you know to to be on stage or mm. Or even, you know, just talking to people and that. It's, like, super easy for me to communicate and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So talking about the – but there's always, you know, I think we understand that with these energies, you know, where there's, uh, there's ups and there's downs. You know, sometimes there's more energy or more inspired, sometimes less inspired. So when are the times when you are really in your peak, in your zone, if you will, that inspires you the most, that you get that most amount of inspiration, and where does that inspiration really come from? What do you think? 
Where does that? Where does that? When do you feel most in line with your energy and most powerful? And you know, and, and conversely, maybe what do you think kind of brings you down a little bit? But not you know, just in to note to be aware of our ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's uh, definitely my emotions. Mm. I I I am I. I consider myself very kinet kinesthetic. Oh, okay. yes, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, and it's like. Um, everything about emotions because you know sometimes uh there's people that it's visual or that uh, uh they hear a lot or whatever but it's everything it's about feelings with mm. me like if i feel it you will like i can show it and you you'll notice right away um mm. and um so kinesthetic i just want to clarify uh that means like in the body like a kind of like physical movement or this kind of thing is that what you meant, or yeah, like I mean, not, not only to... in the body, like move, like like, like physically, movement, but yeah. it's also mental. Oh, like yeah. if I like if I I feel you know happy, you'll mm. definitely notice. Mm. And my like when I, like if I am uh, this inspiration that we were talking yeah. about, mm. definitely um, I I will write something that I am happy that I or is there I, you know, there are themes that. Uh, they're constantly in my mind and it's like well i i i really would like to r write about this because it's like it's i i feel it it and i i know it's there and then it, it's there a lot and i just need to express it mm. so it's yeah it's the feelings everything i feel and that is there a lot um I, I try to express it. Good, good. Yeah. So um, I know that you draw a lot from, you know, you, grew, you, you were born and grew up in Mexico, Mexico City, right? Yes, I am and, Mexican. Yeah, and you grew up there and uh, being in New York, you're, you're, you're doing music, as you're conducting music or expressing music that has to do with your culture and your heritage. Um, what do you think, what is like one aspect that you're very proud of, of uh, that you feel really can, and you're able to express to your audiences, you know, through your music that you really channel yeah yeah some aspect of mexican culture that wow really well that de definitely it's all the culture that mm. we have like all all the um, ancestors all the the stories that we have from be from behind um mm. really really from um the aztecs that that um um that journey all the way like 500 years ago or oh, whatever yeah. it's uh, um all these uh, pre-hispanic um cultures mm. and the way they they had everything in order like before they were they were conquered you know by by the europeans and that and they they had like this way of um conducting like the the Let's say that they were growing uh, food in order because they uh, they were amazing astrologists without even know yeah. like it was astrology you know it's like I, I I'm just amazing and they they had amazing poetry with like they 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 were artists mm. the whole time and they it was only they didn't even notice they just did it um to survive yeah and it was something very natural but everything they were doing it was 
uh, through art. And that's the, that's what I love. That's uh, from these uh, back civilizations, uh, mm. the Aztecs, the uh, uh, Mayans, mm. um, all of those. They're very, very powerful. Wow, wow. So, yeah, it would be that, definitely. Yeah, so much to draw from. And um, I'm not as familiar. I mean, I went to uh, some of the temple in uh, Chichen Itza for the Mayan. I learned a little bit about Mayan culture, but... Uh, from that visit, mm -hmm. but um, in my own, you know, my parents were uh, born in India, and we grew up, I grew up a lot with the Indian mythologies and the stories, yeah. ultimately for me, the stories and the mythologies and, and what they were trying to express in my growing up, you know, I think that there were so many um, anecdotes and stories in, in, in Hindu mythology mm -hmm. that um, stay with me, mm -hmm. like, for example, um, uh, there's one about Tulsidas, I believe, where um, you know it, it, it the test of devotion to the Lord, to wow. God, you know, and and how he was, um, you know, and and the test he went through and and trying to find Rama, mm -hmm. you know, trying to find his Lord, yeah, and all the different tests and questions he went through, like the I mean, it's I don't want to go through all the stories, but the point is people should look that up, and and these stories are very resonant with me and, and stay with me as puzzles, really as mm -hmm. as. Um, like what they call koans or puzzle, like thought puzzles, mm -hmm. so that I think about and ruminate on. So, is there a story in Mayan culture or in Mexican culture that you, a fable or a um, anecdote or something in the in the culture that you really think about, or is there anything that comes to mind of folklore, maybe? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, um, I I will talk about this uh, emperor, huge, huge, and uh, very powerful emperor Mayan. Um, his name is Kinichpakal, mm -hmm. and um, I just find it very interesting how. Um, so it, it's his tomb, right? His tomb is um, uh, it's his his body, like in in, in a side, mm. and he, it seems like he is like navigating, let's say this um, this the ship. Like this galaxy ship, it's like weird when you go and you know, like you're just like driving mm. um, a ship or something. It looks like it. So the the people or there's some stories about that that uh, Mayan um, emperor that he was, you know, like an like a. Uh, an alien let's say it like that mm -hmm. uh, coming from another place um, in the universe to conquer and uh, yeah all the amazing things he did like he was like a very very you know um, intelligent human being or you know just being mm. i don't know if a human but yeah. so it's very interesting it's really interesting and i i really love love this story because it's it's good to you know just believe in yeah. something yeah that's good that's good yeah a lot of these uh mythologies can inform what we're looking for you know a lot of people will say or inform kind of our connection to our culture and something we share with students, you know, uh, you do yeah, teaching definitely. as well. So yeah. you're sharing the, the aspects of your culture. Yes. Um, what do you think, um, you know, when we think about human consciousness yeah. and we think about the imprints left on us, like the, the, um, 
Like uh, one in the previous episodes, I've talked about how this idea of imprint or karmic imprint, you know, imprint being like uh, any experience leave, leaves on us a kind of impression. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a feeling or we have a, a sense of whether it be, you know, in extreme circumstances, you know, we might have terror or we might have happiness or joy yeah. and then everything in between. And those imprints are, you know, possibly even left on our consciousness even prior to birth. You know, we're kind of born into, um, you know, we're not a blank slate when we were born and we're born into a series of reactions and imprints. So, um, you know, my question has to do with karmic law and about, you know, what you, whether or not you believe in uh, action and, and what your understanding is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. Action and reaction or action exactly, and consequence. Exactly, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And there is actually uh, one of, of, of my songs that talks about it. It's yeah. uh, definitely everything that what comes around goes around. Mm. And um, I, I really feel that it's uh, just uh, the nature of being um and and just am um sharing this good vibrations and when when it's not happening then i'm i i know that something so like yeah it's just a circle yeah. everything is a circle yeah and how is um up it's down and yeah. it's I really, really, I know. I'm, I'm. I know that for whatever action, there is a reaction. Yeah. So it's always, it's always like that. Yeah, I notice also from spending time with you and such that uh, you're very. I have another guest in the show who's empathic mm-hmm. or an empath. Mm-hmm. I notice a lot of uh, empathic energy, meaning that you're very sensitive to the energies. You're very yeah, tuned yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. to your environment. Yes. Um, you know, you're very much. Your receptor, your receptor of, of what's going on around Definitely. you is, is very high. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk I like a little bit that. about that. Yeah, tell us a little bit about how does that, how does that, does that affect your, or how does, how do you interpret that, or how do you interpret that observation? Well, I really, I, I feel that uh, I, I do um, understand that very much. I, I love just feeling good, feeling, yeah. you know. So if I'm I'm stepping into a place and it's this kind of vibes, yeah. then I you know I swing along as well. Mm. I I it's because at first I'm I'm thinking about me. Mm. So um, what's the point of going somewhere and mm. you're just like moody or whatever? Mm. No, it's just that you try to always um, you know to share good vibes and. Uh, uh, really, I don't know, just yeah. being, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, also it has to do with, um, you know, I've been thinking a lot, I think a lot about choices and uh, where we've gone in our lives, in my, in my life, where I've gone in my life. You know, I reflect, I think about, uh, you know, I'm 40, so the past 40 years, I don't know, maybe not 40 years, but <laughs> young, as young, young, I you're young, remember. you're young. Yeah, but I think about my life, my point, <laughs> what I was trying to get at, you no, know, what I was trying to get at is, uh, like, I think about the choices I made. And it's easy from this vantage point to be like, I should have done this, I should have done that. Do you ever, do you ever, do, if you could, um, if you wish you could do something differently in your life, if those, what are the major junctions in your life? I mean, pick one. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I know, it's, I know it's, I'm setting you up for a question that, like, 
you know, I know that it's not really the the, the right thing because you know we what we do is what happened. Definitely. But if you could do something differently in your life, what would you have done? Uh, uh, one thing you wish you could have done differently in your life. I think, I think um, the way I I, I came uh, I came back to New York as I was going in and now I studied here ten years ago mm. and then um, I was here leaving. I was studying and then working for a while and then I came back home and then um well New York brought me mm. for very other um nice circumstances but I didn't bring my mom oh. and my brother I yeah. really I think and we've been always very very close to each other mm. we we really feel that um that we are one because mm. we're really, really um, attached. So I would love to just go back a little bit and then instead of just rushing with the idea of, yeah, I'll just go back to New York, blah, 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 like maybe thinking a little bit more and say, okay, let's let's do it, but I'll, I'll bring my brother and mother, you know, because mm. I think it's very important and, there's some times I, of course, I, I miss them every day, and mm. I, um, but um, yeah, I think that would be it. It's just, I mean, I, I know, I at some point I will do it. It's not mm. nothing that I can't change, you yeah. know. But like the question was like on, from until now, mm. so I definitely that's something that I would, um, if I could, I would go back and just try to figure out the way to to bring it bring them with me yeah that would be it yeah i mean i think that um you know we think about how quote-unquote regrets not that it's necessarily regret but something you want to you wish you'd done differently Mm -hmm. but um how regrets can inform our progress and our trajectory or the way we're going in future so that's very important to um yeah, it's you know, always it's very important, important to have your beloved ones with you. Yeah. And yeah. it's something that I wake up every day. I'm like, I know they have their stuff over there. And here I am rowing like super fast with the actual things that I love to do. Um, you mentioned I'm, uh, I'm a teaching, I'm a, I'm a teaching artist. And uh, I, I never thought I would enjoy so much uh, teaching and you know that sometimes they're like pre-K kids, and yeah. sometimes they're like um, older people. And I like I can teach from from very young age to old age, and it's something that really enriched me so much that uh, and that I actually enjoy it. Um, so I, I really, I, I, it's not that I regret coming here. No, actually, yeah. I, 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 like I, I love it. I've, I've, I, I'm so grateful for being here in New York, doing what I really love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely, sometimes it's, it's hard because I miss, I miss my, my people. I also yeah. used to have a lot of uh, friends, and you know that those, those kind of. Uh, feelings and vibes from from the people that you love uh sometimes you don't have it or mm. it ha- happens to me like right now that yeah. i don't feel don't feel that way now you know 
Mm. I, I it's just nobody can hug me like my mom. Mm. So sometimes it's like, oh, I I I miss her. I want to I want a hug from her, you know. Mm. So yeah, the one thing that makes me think of is I don't know if you, have you ever seen Forrest Gump or have you seen I the movie Forrest Gump? I saw it a while ago. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I always think about <laughs> and this is just one example out of many, but um, you know, it, I think that the movie Forrest Gump like it expressed something a deep truth that it just readily comes to mind as being an example. Like, you know, for example, in the movie, you know, Forrest Gump goes, he travels everywhere. And yeah. at the end, he goes to Jenny. He's like, you were in my mind. Are you with me all the time? But I mean, I guess it's kind of cliche thing. And it's all I'm going to say. That. <laughs> but anyway, my final why, I don't know why my mind went to Forrest Gump for this example. Nice. It's kind of stupid. But anyway, my, my point is, my, what I was trying to get at was um, that inside of our mind, we carry our relationships with everyone. Definitely. And that we have like a version of them inside our mind and we can't be close to our, our loved ones. And yeah. um, they're always, and, and the way in which we relate with people, I think, is very much like, they, in, my, in, in my understanding of the ultimate nature of reality or whatever, or whatever the kind of higher meaning, is that we're relating with the, um, primarily with what, what our mind is generating about that person. Because we'll never really know. I, know. I don't know if we'll ever really know another person the way they know themselves. But we just have a, an image of them in our mind that we relate with. And we kind of, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about that? What do you think? It has to do with the question about whether or not we're alone or whether or not we're, you know, it's, I feel like sometimes people, even within company or even within a group of people, they can feel alone. Yeah, And sometimes definitely. they can feel yeah, with many people. Yeah. When they're alone, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, it's like right now, social media is Uh, like, you know, it's just conquering the world and the emotions of everyone. So Mm. you don't really, you might post like that you're super happy and it's actually not happening. That brings me out. Black Mirror. I Mm. don't know. Yeah, I've seen a little bit. So it's like super cool. Black, uh, they have this. episode about that like their um social media Mm. is like everything you know and it's it's not real life Mm. and that's what i i i think like now technology we can use it so like it's so useful it's so helpful Mm. for you know, artists like yeah. me, like independent artists. Mm. And it's like super helpful if you just direct the energy of a good for good, you know. Mm. But it also like it, it, it's very bad. Like mm. it's used it's used for a lot of bad stuff as well, like bowling or. Goes up bowling. Bullying? Bullying. Like, bullying. Oh, bullying, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, bullying, yeah. Uh, yeah, I also feel like with the te- technology and that, we, yeah, we we can be, um, it brings together the people that is far, mm. like in distance. Yeah. But sometimes it breaks apart mm. uh, or it gets apart yeah. when you are with the actual person yeah people yeah, it's a double-edged yeah. sword i think that it can help connect people or it can help separate or destroy relationships um and i think with social media i think that they, we have to understand that um although the the, the form of social media and instagram and Definitely. Facebook is new and innovative i think our relationship with 
uh, these emotions are, are, are timeless. You know, I think that we're always feeling in the in-group, feeling in the out-group. This is something that human be, human condition we feel. Yeah. You know, yeah and just yeah. being able to understand that, um, you know, it, it has to do with, um, you know, when we think about our biggest flaws as humans, as, and I mean as human beings in general, yeah. it's, it has to do with um, humanity. Uh, I know, what do you think about, what do you think is the, the greatest hubris or fall when we think about hubris we think about like the tragic flaw you know we're thinking about like the the one p- pivotal thing that that humanity is is doing wrong or or has a, um, a flaw about or what do you think it, what would you address as being a tragic flaw of human being not one but i, I just feel that uh, we as humans we we think we overthink mm. and uh, It's just about existing and try to be happy and try to, mm. you know, I know that um, materialism and money and we all have problems and we all have a lot of, uh, you know, bills to pay mm. and follow, following law, the law and, you know, all these kind of things. But I think life, should be much easier than what it is mm. and sometimes it's only in us like yeah i i always feel that way um we are we overthink we we are thinking too much either mm. on the future or in the past we're never present mm. and i i i i feel that's the the biggest um the biggest you know um, failure yeah. of, of of the humans there yeah. we, we just like think too much we yeah. overthink so we should just ch- relax chill you know yeah i know i know i think uh especially for me as a writer you know i think i try my journey has been um you know to to reach a point where and this is kind of my practice or, or attempt or this is my life goal is to reach a point where I can really understand the poetics of being. You know, I, and it's something I struggle with because it's easy to understand narrative. You know, we think about narrative, we think about, um, you know, point A goes to point C through point B. You know, mm-hmm. we think about progress, we're, we're moving from the past into the future. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think has been taught to me uh, from a young age that, you know, and the story goes, you know, and then this is how things go you know, you're in this stage is leading towards the next stage or so, whatever it is, you know, it's always a step, la- every moment is a stepping ladder, at least this is in this, in this version of reality, mm-hmm. in the narrative version of reality, yeah. that every moment is a stepping stone towards the next moment. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to understand, and this is kind of been emerging in me and the show, uh, I had, um, I know what I was beginning, but one of the major key points, Claire Van Winkle was one of my co-hosts, previously on the show, mm-hmm. and she really presented me with, uh, or she presented on the show, the poetics of mm-hmm. being, and that's something that resonated with me. And I think the poetics of being has to do with, um, and that kind of launched off from there, I started thinking about that, and, and how every moment is its own puzzle, its own kind of um, beautiful gift, mm-hmm. and we shouldn't um, connect, it to other, connect it to the past or the future, but it should exist as a, as a, as a really priceless moment yeah yeah definitely definitely so what do you think about that and and how do you relate with in your own practice how would you relate with that well yeah it's just um it's that that you 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 feel the you feel the energy Mm. and 
you just flow with that uh you um yeah it's not over it's not not over uh thinking about it yeah because i think thinking about it when you talk about thinking about it it's like we're um you know over analyzing individual moments yeah and kind of like really like almost like running our gears on and in buddhism they teach that um you know, attraction and aversion, uh, you know, generally, generally, we either like something, we're neutral towards something, or we hate something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these, these, uh, these um, emotions and these uh, responses come from uh, putting inappropriate attention on the, the positive or negative. You're putting inappropriate attention on it and then conflating it to the point where, you know, we're just relating with that inflated uh, or that um, exaggerated mm-hmm. attribute. Mm-hmm. So that's something I think that uh, kind of hearing what you're saying and, and just makes me think about, you know, um, when we think about surviving and thriving, you know, the, di- uh, the, the setup of, so I, this is something also I've been thinking about for a long time. You know, like, you know, it's one thing to survive or exist, mm-hmm. you know, survive or exist just to, you know, we're just going, you know, living paycheck to paycheck or living yeah, moment to yeah, moment yeah, yeah. and really thriving and really feeling and connected. So what do you think is the um, difference between surviving, thriving and living and existing? Yeah. Mm, wow. Okay. So yeah, it's about this. Yeah. You, you really like uh, just going like a zombie, uh, you know, the other day I was uh, in the train, like really early, I was going to work really early like uh whatever a weekday mm. and i see all these people in the train they're all like zombies like they were some of them were sleeping and with like very tired faces i think it was a very cold day it was this winter oh yeah so i i just felt the energy and the train was so low because well, first, the weather here in New York, it's uh, it's just a theme, mm-hmm. a theme because yeah. especially me that I'm from Mexico, it's, you know, it's a very nice weather most of the mm. time. So being in the cold, uh, in the cold weather for six months is like, come on, when are we having a break? Mm. So, uh, yeah, these... Um, these the, especially this day that I noticed uh, it was these people uh, um, and this energy like uh, very low and you know that's it's that's only that's existing but not like you know it's not you're just like you live you live mm. you just wake up you're living you're a living human being and you're just doing stuff but existing i think you you it's it's that it's actually taking the present moment and own it mm. so yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely would be around there yeah and then um this kind of leads me to thinking about um you know when we're going through recharging and and rene- renewing renewing our our faith and renewing our Energies like oh, we all go through those moments when we feel like I think uh, you know when we were kind of overwhelmed or going through life kind of in that zombie-like state. 
but then we need to recharge. We need to connect to the source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And what do you think is the best technique to, uh, or would you, best thing to, to recharge or connect to that source? Yeah. Well, I th- I'm pretty sure that everyone has uh, their own mm. way to, to, to renew and to recharge, but definitely mine would be um, being with my with my beloved ones, with the uh. people I love. Definitely, that that would be it. And also, when I when I don't have the chance, you know, because um, yes. I, I uh, I'm busy, whatever, uh. you know, um, I, I just really take a bre- uh, a big breath, and I open my eyes and I notice and I realize that I. I'm living in New York, like mm. literally. It's uh, you know uh, when 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 I first visited New York and I was in Broadway. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I was so amazed. I was I it was like a dream becoming true. Mm. And then right now that I live here, it's like, oh no, I have to go to Times Square. It's uh, horrible yeah. because a lot. All of the people, it's crowded the whole time, mm. uh, you know. So sometimes it's like, oh, or it's so loud, you know. Mm. New York City is always loud. Mm. So when I'm like, I just walk, like I'm walking through New York, and sometimes I literally just stop and I look around, and I'm, yeah, I live in New York. It's huh. ra- it's noise. It's noisy. It's uh, crowded. It's cold. Is whatever the 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 day uh, or whatever wherever I I am actually, mm. but I I do take that moment. It's like ten seconds maybe, but I'm like, I, I take a big breath and I'm like, I'm I am in New York. Yeah, so I, I definitely I cannot applaud that enough because I, I've always had this relationship in New York having. I was born in Staten Island. I've always had this relationship in New York being that um, I haven't lived anywhere else, but I've traveled. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I say I'm from New York while traveling and people will be like, well, why don't you say America? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, you know, New York is something very special to offer the world. No, definitely. Yeah, definitely it's uh, New yeah. York. It's like a it's like, like no in another here. country. Yeah, it's, it's like, country, yeah, yeah, it's we don't. Uh, I mean, we, you do feel like you're in the States because yeah. of uh, all the yeah. the culture, all the things, you yeah. know? It's like born out of the States, but it seems like it's very unique. There's something very special about it's New York. It's something very, about, very yeah. special. Yeah. And uh, then all the all the diverse uh, mm. uh, cultures. Queens, Queens, yeah. it's a, Queens represent, yeah. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. Mm. It's like uh, the multi-cultures. Yeah. And you hear all kind of languages in the streets, amazing, and it's yeah. it's amazing. It's mm. uh, it's really cool. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's really great. I think that um, when we talk about um, you know recharging and all this kind of thing, that New York. Oh, oh that's what I had in mind. Um, I was thinking about these these precious moments and how you know reconnecting to our. Um, like uh, our source and thinking about what these moments will mean. When we think about like the future, like, um, you know, how would say matter five years from now? We think about like, but I, I mean, that's this kind of question about like, what, what, what will the future hold? Again, we want to be connected to the present, but also we want to lean into a future. We want to create a future for ourselves. And, um, you know, it's easy to, you know, I think that when we have these recurring patterns, 
Um, it's easy to kind of fall on the path and feel like, well, how do we get here? How do we get here? But to have a vision for the future and lean into it and create that future so that then, you know, five years from now will be somewhere where we want to be. So yeah. well, what do you think about that, about, um, you know, what is the meaning of today? What is the meaning of these moments for the future? And, or is it? Is that even matter? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely, definitely. But it's it's the path that you are building for your own self, you know. So mm. I do feel that whatever we do right now will affect to mm. our destiny to to wherever we have to mm. to be. So. Mm. Like right now, I know that this interview, and thank you so much again, Vijay, for receiving me yeah. here. Like really, I know like it's going to be there forever yeah. already. So yeah. and in five years, I'm going to, you know, listening to it and it's like, oh, yeah. And I, w I had an interview mm. and it was so nice and I will mm. remember this, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and it 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 will build up with my career yeah. or like everything what that that we do it all um it connects <clears throat> and it builds up to whatever to whatever we we want to do in the future definitely mm. I, i i i am a hundred percent sure of that yeah and what, what makes me what's coming up for you now is like when i think about you know the, all the relationships i've had all the people i've met over the over my life uh You know, every person has their own journey, but in my in my journey, I've had very significant uh, friendships and, and relationships with people that have taught me lessons, that have taught me, have revealed aspects of the human condition. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it helped me help me unknot these problematic areas in my own journey, mm -hmm. things I struggle with. You know, and and just give a couple examples, like uh, you know, a good friend of mine, Alan. Uh, I interviewed him on the show about his his journey um, early on in the show, so people can go to wordyfilkin.org/truthpower and find that episode. Uh, Alan Avedano, and um, you know, thinking about how the other people's journey can inform your journey, and how we can um, remind ourselves, even when we're not around, them, we think about the lessons that they've taught us. Definitely, yeah. Everyone is uh, shows up in our mm. in our lives for a reason. Yeah. Uh, either for I mean I, I wouldn't say either for good or bad. I don't mm. think that there's um, bad people mm. in, in, that you cross into bad people. Not at all. It's mm. just uh, actually that um, people that you really really needed to to be with or to meet or to to um, you know to relate with. Um, to learn definitely any any reason uh, any lesson I mean so um, yeah. yeah I think also it has to do with the concept or the idea that I've introduced with introduced to uh, people say uh, or I, uh, I believe it's a, a philosophical recurrence so that we're constantly living the same moment over and over again but I mean I, I, something in some ways I do say a little bit of recurring pattern that we're returning to recurring patterns but what lesson those patterns have to teach us. So I think I try to think of it in terms of like um, how, uh, so this has, this question has to do with whether or not we can change or what change means or grow, how we grow, how we change. 
and how and in what ways you know people say the more things change the more things stay the same they say right yeah but um that struggle to like grow and change but also that struggle with that internal struggle like what is the essential eternal struggle that we're struggling with and and how we break free of these patterns you know and what do you think about that do you understand what i'm saying or yeah like personal growth and you know a lot of times i just feel like you know it's the same story over and over again. You know, repeating this at least yeah. in my life. It's like repeating the same patterns. And yeah, and, I no, don't know. Does that definitely, with you? Yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's a, we 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 need to go deeper in our minds, and it sometimes it sometimes we even avoid it. It's like mm. uh, you you know that you are following because you get you get aware mm. that you are following certain patterns, mm. and whenever you start going back to whatever say this is what i'm uh, this is what i'm saying about we overreact we overthink the stuff because mm. then we know that we're following these patterns and we just go back 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 into our minds and we're just saying well um why am i following this mm. this pattern and how it's it, maybe Sometimes it's uh, why am I following the pattern, mm. and sometimes it's why am I following it, and what is what I'm going to do to fix it, mm. you know. It, but going like sometimes going back uh, to your thoughts or your memories, sometimes you're it's not as enjoyable as mm. you think. So mm. sometimes it just it's better just to avoid it and mm. just continue with life yeah um we have to give ourselves space sometimes there has to be designated space i think in everyone's life because you know it's it's um you know people think about the pursuit of happiness and such yeah but i don't know whether or not happiness is, um there's a lot of talk about happiness what is happiness what is joy but alignment for me is important and i think that um when we think what, what you're saying is what I, what I understand what you're saying is that you know giving yourself time and space to be able to reconnect to what are the patterns that are emerging and how can i evolve past them so that then I can get to the next stage or is that really the point it just feels like a little bit video game-ish that we're going to the next level or we're trying to find a or like you know there's a puzzle here and then we're going to get to the next level and we're gonna you know um advance to the you know just like in a video game you yeah, know? yeah yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. what is that what do you think about that yeah, yeah. this is really like everything is and we go back yeah. everything is a circle yeah Every reaction, every action has a reaction, mm. and so whatever we 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 are following, whatever we yes, you said it's uh, okay. We it's like a puzzle, and if we um, solve the puzzle, then we go to the next level, and that blah, blah, blah. Mm. yeah. I mean, uh, but how many times do we actually stop to 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 see that there is a problem? Or how many times do we actually um, know, or are we we are aware that there is a problem? Mm. That's also a thing, yeah. Because you sometimes you just live, yeah, and you just go through life like that, but you mm. don't really know if um, if there is a you know. Uh, yeah, owning problem. the problem. Owning the problem seems to be half the problem. The GI Joe growing up, they would say, "Knowing is half the battle." That was their tagline at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> on GI Joe, they'd be like, uh, they'd be able to lessen it down. Like, knowing is half the battle. Uh -huh. So you know, being aware, I, I that, that's really resonated with me because growing up, I watched that show and uh, I remember that tagline. 
And I think just being aware of the problem, being aware that this is a problem or this is an issue or this is a, something I have to work on or we have to, or everyone has to work on you know, in, our, in our own journey is owning it, you know, yeah, owning it. Definitely. Um, it's so easy to, for many people I encounter, they think the problem is the, the problem. Like, you know, it was like, they think their problem is the problem. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, you know it makes, saying, totally right? makes sense. Like yeah. there's no other perspective on this situation. Yeah, it's other just, than how it's I a problem. It. It's a problem and it's, it's just, it's, it's so obvious. It's external. It's there. It's in the yeah. situation. Yeah. That, um, like, for example, if I, if I was frustrated at work, I'd be like, the job is the problem. I'd ah, say. Okay, okay. It's the job. So anybody who takes over this job, they can have that problem. But actually, it's not. It, the problem is like how we interact or combust with the, yeah, with the job. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. And yeah. it's the uh, same. Like you just uh, think of uh, the most important thing is being aware mm. of what's happening, either if it's a problem or mm. uh, either, if you know, something. It's very important to also be aware of the, ha the, the happy stuff that happens in your life. Yeah, it's yeah. also super important. Yeah. And people, we are only always complaining about everything. And we really don't take our time to realize that we need to be very grateful. Mm. And, you know, yeah. be thinking for being alive. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of what's coming to mind for me now is the um, I'd read on the internet and the internet I think has a lot of these little gems of wisdom memes and such all these kinds of different things that, that can be very, very connecting us or reminding us or resurfacing lessons that I may have heard a long time ago but um, what's coming to mind is the, the uh, meme about uh, the Native American guy who's like uh, they, apparently they've distilled this into two wolves so mm -hmm. one wolf is like or one dog is like the, the positive energy mm -hmm. and one wolf is like the negative energy. Mm -hmm. And the one who, um, the one who wins in their battle is the one you feed the most. I think it's something like that. As long as you're feeding, the person is giving food mm -hmm. to the negative energy, then the negative energy will overwhelm them and you'll create a pattern of always giving attention to negative energy, always giving attention to negative energy. And then, you know, that negative energy becomes the wolf that attacks you yeah. as opposed to always feeding the positive energy. Exactly. And, the posi and yeah, your natural response mm -hmm. becomes to be positive and you don't see the negative. So ultimately, I think that's one of the major. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. Good, good. So um, having to do with, um, you know, when we think about, uh, you know, where we came from and such and where we're going and... Uh, You know, I mean, these kinds of questions, I think, are a little bit, uh, well, what do, you, what do you take out of the question, uh, where do you think we came from? What, what, do you, what is your thoughts about that? Or where are we going? I don't know. Like, like human beings, I don't know, our consciousness, where does it emerge from? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think we can go so deep in that, uh, yeah. in that theme. Yeah. Uh, it's just like we can... We, Because it's also so very subjective. Yeah. Um, either your religion mm -hmm. or, uh, yeah, it's pretty much religion, right? Yeah. Because the way, it, I mean, I was uh, raised uh, Catholic, uh. but until now is that I'm actually, you know, just making some research about the energies and maybe some other kind of uh, life mm. in, uh, in 
not not even in the universe. We, I'm pretty sure there are, there are other planets like mm. this, or there or uh, more um, intelligent yeah. people over there, or mm. you know, uh, of beings, yeah. intelligent beings um, all around, but also here in and um, in the in the Earth. So in our planet, I mean, mm. so yeah, it's it's really really subjective. But I I I know that. Um, well, for you personally, like, what do you think? Uh, where did you come from? Where do you think you came from? Where do you think? Uh, where do you think? Where? What would you say you came from? I would say, uh, wow, from energy. Yeah. And that I think everything is energy. Mm, for me, everything yeah. is energy. And I I feel it. Yeah. I like I like energy, and I um I am so confident about energy because I, I it's something that I feel. Mm. I feel it all the time. I feel bad energy. I feel good energy. I feel mm. um you know like I am energy. Mm. So definitely. Definitely, mm. it's about just energy. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think that um, when it comes to the mental energy and the mind, or you know, um, we we subsume into energy. We subsume into I, I consider it like the mental continuum. Mm -hmm. So I, I can translate energy because energy. I mean, I think that you know, there's bursts of energy. All this kind of there's a lot of confusion. I think a lot of times in what energy is, but the mental, the fabric of the mental continuum, our our consciousness. Is energy ultimately, mm -hmm. in my understanding. So, um, you know, pr the, the consciousness or, or um, the energy uh, perceiving itself, like like uh, perceive and perceiving that the things that that um, around it or the environment and all the environment subsumes into that energy. So, uh, I guess what I'm saying is hashtag samezies, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 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 I definitely yeah. feel that. So, yeah, I mean, I think that as we start to wind down. Um, You know, I have a few announcements, but yeah, I definitely think that that's a good place to um, begin to give some shout outs to Ready for Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, people can continue to listen to the Truth of Power show to find out how these, these conversations about the energy and how different people, different practitioners are, are dealing with and, and engaging with the energy, engaging with the consciousness, um, how that journey uh, how continues. So Ready for Brooklyn is celebrating its fourth anniversary party on uh, June 14th. Uh, start time 6 p.m. till uh, uh, the evening. Do you know Ready for Brooklyn has been on the air for four whole years? We are celebrating our anniversary of the blowout party, Friday, June 14th, 6 to 10 p.m., outdoors in the back, big backyard of the Trains and Bar, 222 Bushwick Avenue, off the L train, Mon Montrose stop. It's free, but we're a nonprofit, so we'd love a donation. Um, if you spend any time at all with us in the past four years, please come by. We really want to meet you, our host, volunteers, listeners, and listeners to be. We'll all be there in the flesh. There's nothing better than the back of your party hosted by our hosts. And no, and now worries if it rains. No worries if it rains. <laughs> Reading literally. Uh, no worries if it rains. We have an indoor option. Um, all this info and more on the website, readyforbooking.org. Uh, readyforbooking.org slash truth to power. You can, um, uh, what do you call it? Sponsor this show. Um, find out more. Uh, and and Nalka, you had uh, some things you wanted to promote in your... Uh, yes. Music? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So um, I am very excited to share with you guys uh, 
that um well yeah i'm running uh, my my latin roots reggae band mm. that's uh how, how i i call them and uh, it's mexican reggae with you know some fusion with i have jamaican people i have from um the island no you know i um uh, these kind of people and these cultures i mean mm. uh, and um I'm, i'm trying to do that but also I I've been surrounded by very powerful Mexican women that are doing very interesting stuff here in New York as well. Mm. So um, we are going to be presenting a show. Um, we're 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 still struggling with the name. We want to go something like from Mexico um, with love mm. or something. Something around there, you know, um, or Mexi York, something. We will yeah. find. We'll find a, the right, the right uh, title of this. That's why we are still. Uh, we're not rushing mm. um, for it, but well, I'm. I'm gonna be there. We're five projects, um, five five Mexican women, very mm. powerful, and we have Audrey Funk. We have Rene Ghost, mm. Sonia de los Santos, mm. and Kimberly Fergie. And we're going to be presenting August 10th um, in Rockwood 3 mm. uh, from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Oh, well, to midnight, actually. So um, just, um, yeah, please... Uh, Just make sure you 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 bring uh, you come and you see all these projects that are uh, happening um, in Rugwood. It's it's you know very good vibes that we we all have uh, and it's um, and just to kind of just we have like about a minute left so um, people can follow you on Instagram yeah Nadelka yeah please Sotelo. do Nadelka Sotelo. And Facebook, you can go Nadelka and Latin Roots Band. Yeah. And, yeah. Excellent, excellent. So thank you so much for being here. I just want to say that since we're meeting you, you've had a really good energy, and I think people will love you in performance, so I hope that people will, will check you out on your performances and such. And, um, yeah, we have about, like, 50 more seconds now. But the next show is coming up, um, coming in to play, so people should listen to... The next show, stay tuned. Um, enjoy. I'll be guest hosting Gameplay Radio on June 23rd. So hope you all will tune in for that uh, and listen to Gameplay Radio on Sundays at 2 p.m. Thanks so much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Vijay. Thank you.